I can clip and work on these things also so it doesn't have to be perfect so we're here talking with uh the Theodosius from uh University City what's up what's up good people uh, member of uh the Luligans uh long time member um and we were gonna ask a couple questions uh related to St. Louis soccer so I guess I'll just start out with uh like how, how long have you been a fan of soccer just you know the game oh, in general. Gosh, since I was a kid, man. Like I feel like all St. Louis is all kids. I, you know, played correctly or you know soccer as a kid. Was on a, you know, what they say, low league team mm -hmm. or whatnot, kicking the ball around indoor soccer, beehive style. You know, right, um, right. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, did not play in high school, but. Did a lot of pickup um, in college and, you know, post-college and stuff to stay somewhat in shape and, mm -hmm. just, you know. Yeah, we have that really the giant pickup soccer culture here, you know, it's it's vibrant. Oh, definitely. It's getting bigger. Um, I've noticed over the years, amongst a lot of uh, high school kids, college kids, um, young adults, and um, mm -hmm. even our rec league teams, like, you know, like the older 30, the over 35 leagues, right, um, right, co-eds, right. men and women's. Um, you don't see that everywhere. You know, yeah. It's kind of unique. And it's fun, too, you know, just from the recreational to the people competing and kind of, you know, you know they have a real cohesion and unity together, you know, um, passing and flow style um, with each other. Is, yeah, it is. It is a good, nice uh, pickup culture, I'd say. Mm -hmm. So, um, I guess, what kind, of, what, or what kind of direct or indirect effects do you feel like soccer's had on your life? You know, not limited to maybe friendships or maybe person, yeah. personal growth or, you know, education or things like that. Oh, very good question. Um, What kind of sticks out to me the most um, was, like, oh, I'd say with my JCC crew, uh, throwing that back, playing at the... Pickup games at the Jewish Community Center out there on um, oh what's it, out at Creve Core area uh, with my crew, probably in my late teens, early twenties, man. We just go, just hit each other. I like want to play at the JCC, mm -hmm. and you know by three four o'clock we're all out there like you know, gosh anywhere from like eleven to twenty of us, you know twenty two oh, yeah, of us yeah, sometimes yeah. out there full field kicking around just having fun. And um, sometimes, like, various people will come up and join us. And there used to be these uh, Mexican fellows um, who would join us um, and play around, you know, soccer being the international mm -hmm. game. Hey, right, right. you kick a ball, come around and play. What's up? Um, and, yeah, we would play with those fellas who were um, from around the neighborhood. And, you know, a lot of our friends would play. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of us went to school together. And yeah, we each other from the, the neighborhood. exact same experience growing up, you know. Yeah. And um, just, I don't know if it's just... Um, way it just turned out or just kind of the cosmopolitan mix of St. Louis area and St. Louis suburbs, but we we're a very international kind of flavored group or multi-mixed group. So, you know, I myself am black, you know, African-American, um, couple of, um, us, um, couple of fellas were, you know, white guys, Indian fellows, Asian fellows, mm -hmm. you know, Korean, mm -hmm. um, various mix. All the flavors. Yeah. 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 So just a good <laughs> mix of people you look up and sometimes we look like a, United Nations poster, you know, <laughs> kicking around and stuff. Right, and it was right. just fond memories, man. And a uh, special thing that I got to do was kind of be like translator uh, mm -hmm. between us and some of the fellows okay. um, who spoke Spanish, you know, mm -hmm. speak like that very basic textbook, you know, classroom Spanish, but, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. enough to get by and, you know, all that. So it just, 
additive, just vivid memories of just summer days playing soccer on the JCC, kicking around, kind of goofing it up, uh, being that's active. Really interesting. So yeah, that's, that's good stuff. So uh, another question I had was, um, you know, one thing that you think makes St. Louis soccer uh, distinguishable or unique. And you know, ooh, boy, that's. Hard for me to say. I think I'd be pulling the kind of an ass out of my bottom here. As to say, well, maybe Didn't mean to put little... you on the spot. No, like no, that. no, no, no. That's, that's but, riff. But, but. Uh, I'll try to answer as best I can. I don't know what would make St. Louis style soccer distinctive or per se, but um, I think there's just passion, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just from, like, the youth playing out and, you know, like, low league soccer and kicking around to, like, uh, history, to, like, you know, your... The story. Yeah, and, like, I feel like soccer's one of those things, if it's, like, a church league or, like, you know, like a social club or, right, like, you know, even rec league. Right, we've got the CYC. Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows somebody that's played in the Catholic Soccer, Youth yeah, Conference. or played team soccer, or that was one of the first team sports you played, along with, like, low league baseball or mm-hmm. basketball or something. Like, soccer's very big, and, like, even in, you know, various, you know, international communities, you know, you, you know, one of the first things you do, you kick that ball around, and right. you go out there and, you know, then you kind of, kind of as you grow up, you get some coaching and some technical training and all that. Mm-hmm. And you, again, try to get broken out of that beehive style of soccer, you know. Right, um, right. But, yeah, it's very – so, again, I maybe can't say what makes St. Louis style soccer distinctive. I just say there's just passion, uh, especially in the youth come-up levels. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, there are some quality local teams here, too, through the Gallagher program and SLU, of course. And um, I know Watch U's done pretty well oh, yeah. as well, men's um, women's team. Um, so, yeah, passion and, yeah, there's some quality ball here. I completely um, agree. I think just kind of maybe bleeding into a future question, I think if you play in sports in St. Louis and soccer, especially in, in the summer or in the hot, humid fall, you're going to mm-hmm. have to play with an intensity. Oh, yeah. You know, you get, you, you know you're going to have to play with some stamina, some endurance, some grit, you know, for sure. Whether that can be fast, slow, or whatever, but you've got to be staunch. you got right, to be you tough. you to grind. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll definitely have to grind. So, like, you know, I would personally, I'm fond of that. When I played soccer regularly, I would play keeper or uh, defense. So, you know, I don't mind making things a little tough mm-hmm. or grimy and stuff. But um, I think you do. Just, right, we definitely have that, that change in temperature that, you know, fluctuates yeah. around. And you've got to be able to deal. You know, um, obviously, if you're going to be at a professional level or team level, you're going to have some type of physical fitness and stamina. You'd want that as best you can. But, uh Definitely can't be no slacker. You're going to have to have some grit. Adaptability stuff. is going to be a big thing here for sure. You, know, you can't can't be uh All right, but that was a good question. It, it's going to be interesting what what style defines St. Louis soccer or if there will be a regional style. Stay right, tuned. Right, right. Uh so who's your do you have a do you have a favorite player so far? Uh and if so, you know what what led you to that? For City, uh, for uh, following for... City too, um, Celio Pompeo. Uh, but I'm biased. I, you know, I'm fond of the uh, Brazilian style and the Brazilian uh, mm-hmm. temperament on the mm-hmm. soccer field mm-hmm. and the flair. And like he does, he's got passion and you know makes things happen on the pitch. And just wanted and to be that of, attack. A lot of community support around here for you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I watch um, Pompeo, um, and um, I'd love to see um, what Josh Yarrow will do um, when he gets his chances and opportunity too. I agree. Um, you know, 
very nice young man uh, cool dude. And yeah just be interesting to see um you know his progression development in ML- mls and on that back line so we were talking about this earlier before we got a you know filming here or recording here but um what what games are you looking forward to this season any any specific games that you know whether you're going to go to those games or not you know uh what what what's uh tipped your interest so far uh of course seeing uh us play against Sporting Kansas City um yeah that's going to be great um FC Cincinnati I love to see us play mm-hmm. play them um we were talking before about kind of rivalries and stuff like that nail and head of course um Kansas City will be our rivals. Right, I've heard right. it billed as the barbecue. I cannot take credit <laughs> for that, but I love that term. Um, you know, if um, when we go against Chicago, of course, there's going to be some passion, some intensity. Um, but for me, I would love to see, um, especially the season, if we could get something brewing up with FC Cincinnati. Um, right, right. For a rivalry. Regional but, rivalry. Yeah, or if we could have um, like an I-70 rivalry. Like, you know, let's mm-hmm. take on the Rapids. Let's take on Sporting KC. Let's take on the crew. You Absolutely. know, let's, uh, you know, if we want to take it to the rivers, you know, what's up, Minnesota United? Like, you know, let's let's go at them. Let's, mm-hmm. uh, I'm really looking forward to the Nashville game, you know, because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Being down in Kentucky, you know, there's all the, the Nashville fans for the Predators, you know. and it's Oh, yeah, just when you were down there for school, yeah, big, you got a taste of them. Right, big fan base. Um, and Tennessee's not too far of a drive at all, so, like, you know, we could definitely have some, um, um we'd better travel a, well. A or is that a home game or is it a away game? No, that's the games at Geotis Park. It's in Nashville. Okay, I, I think, okay. Uh, I might might want to go to that game. <laughs> yeah, I definitely definitely love to if I have the opportunity. Um, so what else did we have here? Um, you know, expectations, realistic expectations yes. for the season. Um, and you know your your evidence behind that. Well, kind of like everybody, it's uh, we're speculating, baby. Like you know, everything's kind of brand new. Uh, team needs to gel together and. We want to build our style, and heck, it's the end of January, so everything gets a guess now. we got to get that cohesion, but um, competitive. That's what I am thinking. Definitely hoping that's going to be the standard. Uh, we won't be no pushover by any means. Um, in my heart of hearts, to speak for myself, um, I'm hoping that we have a solid start, and we definitely hit our stride by summer, by uh, by mid-May, we're, you know, firing on all gears and seeing what mm-hmm, we look optimally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's a long season, so you just never know. It's all speculation. I'm, uh, I just know it's going to be competitive. Um, the high-pressure system is going to be implemented. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, you know, we were listening to, to Matt Baker earlier. He was a guest on uh, one of the MLS shows, and he was talking about how you know, the, the, the media seems to not have done their research, you know, and, and tends to, I guess, uh, brush our team off to the side, you know, and I think I think it's fair to, to, to expect um, to make the playoffs, but, you know, I'm not sure. Yeah, like, that's like, the expectation. You know, like Matt said, maybe anything past that is, you know, something that might get you left yeah. laughed at but you know in my heart of hearts i went i went a little bit more lowballed when we were talking off mic i'm gonna go with i feel ninth 
I feel like will be a solid ninth at worst. Mm-hmm. Playoffs at best. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm going to put us at a strong fourth, which puts us, you know, in the top half. Maybe not at, at the top, but, you know, I think that we'll be ultimately uh, pretty pretty competitive, you know, with some of the teams. And, and you know, it's really easy to forget that we've got a lot of these national team guys, you know, and a lot of these guys that have past MLS experience. You know, Tim Parker, uh, in combination with, um, you know, Roman Berkey is going to be extremely, you know, uh, powerful on the back end. And um, Definitely competitive. Like, I... I Again, uh, save for the fluky game, you know, here and there that you just have in sports. Um, you know, there won't be any laughers. There won't be anything that we just look absolutely embarrassing out there. Um, I think there's just too much work and too much intentionality put in behind uh, the team. Um, mm-hmm. well, yeah. So, uh, lastly, yeah. uh, I, will, but I want to just make sure we get this for Radio Land or podcast people out there. I'm going to go. Ninth at worst, playoffs at best. Okay, okay. Ninth at worst, playoffs at best. Alrighty, so last question that I had on my my list here was, um, you know, uh, jersey preferences. Um, yes, let's chat. You know, what are you what are you thinking for the uh the the alternative jersey or the away jersey? The alternate jersey. Uh, uh, all right. Well, my guess is. Away, they would probably do a white, like, you know, mostly white. Definitely, I could see a lot of red trim or accent. There's going to be the city red. will be, I think it just stands out in general, but it's going to have some nice trim and pop to it. Are you thinking, like, dark blue navy pants or? <sighs> no, I could see them going either red pants or white pants, or shorts, I should say. Uh, but most likely red shorts mm-hmm. is my guess, but, you know, it's, it's a guess. Um... Maybe even if, some yellow incorporated. <laughs> I, I wouldn't knows, mind it, but, you know, I, I doubt it. I My heart tells me I'm doubtful on that. Um, I don't know how MLS does, like, alternate jerseys and stuff and when, if there's, like, a duration or time frame when they can release them. But if it's, you know, anytime soon, I would love to see kind of a play on the city, uh, St. Louis City flag colors and see a mostly, like, yellow-based. Mm-hmm. I just made some yellow and red. A little bit of blue trim or something like that. Kind, kind of, of like a nationalist kind of looks almost. Not that much of a highlighter yellow, but more so like alternate Chiefs jersey look. If Ooh. you know that yellow and red dominant one that I'm kind of referencing. Um, it's, uh, they don't use it much, and it might have been like, it wasn't definitely wasn't like a color rush type jersey, but yeah, the Chiefs, it was mostly red. Uh, I'm sorry, mostly yellow. With like red trim and lettering stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I thought something like that might be cool for city, Absolutely. Like city but just uh, the, the definition of an alternative. You flip it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. So, had a couple other topics that we were discussing earlier: the rise of Bloomdom. Um, Theo, Theo had a great joke earlier. He told me. I don't know if you remember. Uh, just in having the fun. And at first I want to say um, it's just interesting to see um, just how we haven't played the game yet, but we've already gotten um, 
a contingent of international fans, uh, South African fans following um, Blue Little Blanc, and I know I'm going to butcher his name, um, <laughs> so forgive me for that. Uh, but yeah, it's cool to see that how you know we started to get a lot more South African folks following the St. Louis City uh, page and news and going on and stuff, and they seem to want to wish him well, wish him he was back there with them, I mean, that miss him dearly, uh, so seemed like he had endeared himself to the fans and was a quality player and a quality person. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, they can uh, follow up on St. Louis City SC and Bula Balm and what's going on. Um, and also, I kind of uh, thought about just the time factor, too. Like, there are quite a ways ahead of us Um in time. Like, aren't they about, like, 10 hours ahead of us now? I actually don't know. I can't confirm. So, I kind of wonder about them being able to watch games, like, how (laughs) convenient it would be for them because, you know, we watch Premier League games or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, La Liga games and stuff like that, and you kind of get up early, you know, to catch them. Right, so they're they're, Uh, they're on that other side of the earth. Yeah, but rambling. Um, Sorry for the ramble, but, yeah, it's kind of cool that, yeah, we got a contingent of South African fans who, you know, will follow (laughs) Bula Boom and City. Um, And, you know, it's just fun to see it, you know. The diversity is never a bad thing, you know. Diversity and contingent and, yeah, just growing. Who who expected this global following, honestly, is kind of how I feel about it. Um, So, talking about TIFOs... um, you know, people have been talking about Indiana Vasilev uh, coming from Aston Villa through Miami. Um, and, you know, his parents named him after uh, Indiana Jones, so they, they've done some kind of TIFO Indiana Jones thing. I'm not exactly sure, but they've uh, also got a pretty big City Punks TIFO they're designing. It's um, kind of a big square. It's, it's really cool looking. Cool. Um, and there's some other ideas that they're, I guess... You know, they've got in the works right now some other prototypes. Um, any thoughts on, on TIFOs? You know, um, so I've been following soccer and been a part of the Luligans and, you know, checking out the St. Louis soccer team for about the last four or five years and, you know, watching soccer here and there. And TIFOs always the thing. Like, I do, I think it's cool from art artist perspective, from a unity perspective. And I've always, what have been kind of curious, I was like, how do they come up with the themes and like, you know, do I take off players or inside joke or team slogan or motto? So I'm actually not, I say this, I'm not well versed on it, but um, just from what I've seen, I do think they're cool. And, you know, I've seen some of the ones at, um, oh gosh, some City 2 games and various uh, STLFC games in the past and been like, you know, an homage to the legacies and homage to the players and stuff like that. And right. it's just, I do. I think they're cool. Um, cool to see, and yeah, just hope they keep going. Absolutely. So, um, the topic of you know all the varieties of supporters groups that we're starting to have. You know, we're starting to have you know regional groups down southern Missouri. You know, um, we've also got uh, you know the various groups in the area. We've yeah. got the Luligans. We've got the Luligan ladies. Um, you know, we've got City the, Punks, the Drum um, Corps, no Nap City, Florida Noise. Right, um, you know. I'm sure a couple other groups I'm um, forgetting or omitting. Uh, Vamos, uh, yeah, Vamos uh, STL, Vamos St. Louis. Um, when, what's really cool about this, to me, in my opinion, is that's like, who knows what more is coming. 
right. You know right. what I mean? Like how many uh, support culture is very interesting that you can really make it your own and it's been welcoming from what I've seen. Right. And, um, you know, I've heard from the outside that we've, it seems like we've got a really strong supporters culture. You know, it seems like we're, we're kind of, we're out there. People know about yeah, us. Yeah, and it's been here, though. You know what I mean? Kind of what we were referencing earlier about, like, how right, there's, right. like, little league soccer teams and rec league soccer teams and high school teams and club teams right, and pickup the... teams. Like, it's, like, soccer's here and people are supporting, you know, in various right, levels. nothing and, new. You know, you kind of can band together on, you know, maybe your various issues and maybe mutual alignments. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, you like punk shows and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, you know, you like... You have some political activism or, you know, want to care about, you know, care about various communities. Like, you right, know, you go right. with the thieves and, or, do, or, you know, find a way to fit in and stuff like that. Right, and right. It's, um, like I said, it's, it's cool. I, I hope everybody with it is having fun, first of all. Seriously, having mm-hmm. fun. And just like, that's what I think truly sports are supposed to be fun. Supposed right, to be fun, right. entertainment, recreation, like, you know win, lose, draw, all that will happen with it, but at the end of the day, you should want to do it and then be enjoying yourself and hoping to get better. So, like, I think that should be reflected in the supporters group and the supporter culture as well. Right. You know what I mean? Um, And I'm kind of rambling again. If I could, like, have, like, maybe a little wish or, like, a motivation for myself, like, I would love to see, like, a you know, St. Louis City Soccer Club, you know, bike-related supporters group. Like, you know, bike rides to the stadium. You know, it's right, right along. Right, right. Um, they they built the... Um, <coughs> Brickline Greenway um, right along there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, you know, it could be a natural fit. But, yeah, there's so many different ways um, that people could come in and, like, make this their own and enjoy themselves mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, see what your connection to St. Louis mm-hmm. City soccer and soccer in general will be. Mm-hmm. I think touching on the uh, the biking <coughs> aspect, you know, I'm not sure how many people saw it, but there's a, a, a bike parking section that's been built into the parking garage, you know, that, you know, car-free <coughs> completely. And, uh, You're right. The Metrolink stops not too far away as well, you know, um, multi-nodal means of getting to the stadium um and just it's really well constructed too just right in the middle of right in the heart of the city city, really right along market street hopefully the avenue of champions it will be (laughs) absolutely Um, well yeah it's um i'm i'm really excited to see how the supporter culture will continue and grow um and, and, and it absolutely will continue. Oh, to definitely, grow. definitely. You know, that's the exciting part of it. And you know, it. not just the first year, but the second, the third, the fourth. You know, a decade from now, you know, like, you know, this is, this is new and exciting. Right. Who knows? There's so many aspects. And we haven't like played a you know quote unquote <laughs> like you know meaningful legit game yet. We're like, just getting started. Yeah, here. And, you know it's exciting. <laughs> And I'm I'm just a fan, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and I, and I do I put it just mm-hmm. like I'm a fan, like I'm involved in various things, but you know, I'm gonna be watching, I'm gonna be you know, checking in on you know on uh, MLS.com and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna be supporting and keeping my nose and seeing what's going on with St. Louis City FC, you right. know, and City right. Two, and City Two, you and know, Academy. and even our rivals, you know, because I mean, because you kind of gotta end. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know if this will be one of your questions, but. What I kind of think is cool about this, too, is maybe for the more casual fan or, you know, novice fan, it's like, this might be your pull into soccer. Like, 
most people might have a favorite team. Yeah, you know, just international club worldwide. Like, you know, like some people like Chelsea or Liverpool or Barcelona, you know Arsenal what I mean? Arsenal or whoever yeah. happens and you to could be. Like, you could love St. Louis City, too, you know, as well. You know, mm-hmm. and City, too. Um, mm-hmm. But there might be now somebody being born or maybe youngsters like St. Louis City Soccer Club is my favorite team mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right now. Right. And, you know, that's super cool. Absolutely. So I'm going to pose, throw a question back to you, Clayton. Sure. Besides St. Louis City Soccer Club, what is your favorite soccer team? Limited to MLS or? Just favorite. All clubs. Favorite. You know, I I think uh, STL City obviously is my favorite club. Okay. It's going to be my favorite club, but, um, you know, I've tended to fall towards Nashville SC and you know that is I, I just I value you know the technological you know uh, <clears throat> advancements that are going on you know the the development and growth in Nashville and you know the the melting pot of cultures and you know I will tell my listeners or, this man has a background in the uh, university in Kentucky and to the area <laughs> closer and you know Tennessee area so Right, it's a little biased, biased. a little biased. Just let the listeners know. (laughs) But, you know, know, being able to incorporate, you know, uh, country music and, you know, different different vibes and and atmospheres and, you know, melting pots, it's it's a really interesting um, culture they've got. They just built their new stadium, you know, I think it was just a couple years ago. Um, But outside of the MLS... um, you know, when I was a kid, I think the first team that I ever um, came across was probably Atletico Madrid. You know, mm. I used to see the logo. Um, I it may have had a shirt with the logo on it and didn't know what it was when I was younger. But you and, liked it. And liked it, yeah. And I, okay. I just remember there's like a lion or a bear or something on it, and I eventually found out what it was. And, you know, um, I don't know. That's That's just that team's kind of been on my mind for a long time okay okay sometimes it's just a pull mm-hmm. uh so i had maybe two more things left here you yeah. know i was going to talk about uh stl city tied uh the philadelphia union in our first uh preseason match yesterday uh right I think on. klaus klaus had a goal in the first half um and was it pompeo had a goal in the second no it wasn't half? pompeo it was the um the it draft was Nicholas. yeah yeah Nick. yeah Yep, yep. Nicholas, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Berkey had time and goal, and uh, second half, Ben Lund had time and goal, so we got to see, uh, you know, both of What was, uh, do you know how it played out? Like, did they go up 1-0 first, or did they go 2-0, or how I did, did we call the back I believe the Union to? scored first, mm-hmm. and we scored second. Uh, the Union scored again, and then right at the end of the game, we uh, were given a PK, and we tied it back up. Okay, okay. Because, I mean, obviously these were behind closed doors and stuff, but, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Cool, and then, I mean. Uh, earlier today, City 2 released their preseason schedule. They've got some interesting matches. They're playing, um, what is it, SLU. They're going to be playing Lexington Sporting Club, um, Maryville University, and a couple other teams. Um, now, where are the home games for um, for the preseason? Will it be down at? City Park or the training facility? I'm going to guess that it's somewhere within the City Park facility. I don't know for sure, but I would imagine um, 
possibly in City Park for home matches, you know. Um, at least from a, fan, from a fan perspective, I think that that would be really cool, you know, if City 2 played uh, mm-hmm. in City Park. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting. I mean, also, you know, that's why they do have, I'm assuming having a training facility as well, because I don't know about, like, capacity and all that. You don't that you would have a multitude of people wanting to come out. Um, right, right. But you just don't know. Um, I don't know if there's, like, restrictions or regulations as to, you know, where City 2 can play versus where, you know, what's reserved for the senior team or how. That right, I, I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to be playing at SLU or SIU still. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, but it's still a possibility. We'll stay tuned. I know there'll be support no matter where they'll play. Absolutely. So that's, I think, what we got. Cool.